0: Teamwork is the ability to work together toward a common vision, the ability to direct individual accomplishments toward organizational objectives. It is the fuel that allows common people to attain uncommon results." That was a quote by Scottish-American industrialist Andrew Carnegie. Mr. Burns, a post-electric play by Anne Washburn, opens February 23rd at the OKC Civic Center. Mr. Burns is a co-production done by Oklahoma City University and Oklahoma City Repertory Theater. Today, we have host Madeline Wink, Hannah Descartine, and myself, Tyra Bullock, interviewing Artistic Director of City Rep, Don Jordan, actor Jordan Jacobs of OCU's BFA Acting Program, and fellow castmate and OCU School of Faculty member, Timothy Fall. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the process of collaboration for this co-production of Mr. Burns. Hear what happens when you combine the collapse of civilization with pop culture phenomenon The Simpsons on Season 3, Episode 3, Burns, Baby Burns. And the conversation starts now.
1: Broadcasting from the WOCU studio in the basement of Oklahoma City University's Gold Star Building, this is Hannah Descarton and I am here with Don Jordan, the City Rep founding Artistic Director. How are you doing? Hi, Hannah. Hi. Um, We're going to be talking about the collaboration between OCU and City Rep. Um, How has that been for you? Have you been enjoying the collaborative process with Burns?
2: Yes. Actually, uh, Mr. Burns is the 10th anniversary of the co-productions that we have done together with City Rep and Oklahoma City University School of Theater. And uh, we actually did uh, South Pacific with the School of Music as well. Uh, This is all born out of the fact that originally City Rep was founded by several professional actors who, millions and millions of years ago, when the Earth was much warmer, all went to school together at OCU. We had dreamed of building a great regional theater for Oklahoma City, something that it really lacked, and of having a, a professional training component to give the students, as we were, uh, a head start. We allow the kids to earn equity membership candidacy points. We've had many recent alums come back, and we've helped them earn their equity card. We've helped several of the faculty member earn their equity cards along the way. And I'm especially proud that in the co-production a couple of years ago of Grapes of Wrath, that production was recognized as the official production from the Steinbeck Institute of the 75th anniversary of the publishing of Grapes of Wrath. And then we worked with OETA, the PBS affiliate in Oklahoma, and they did a special about Grapes of Wrath. And then we all shared an Emmy Award for that. So it was a really exceptional high point to the productions we've done. But we've done them for 10 years. And the one that we're doing now is Mr. Burns. It's a very exciting new play by Anne Washburn. And this year, it is the one of the five most produced new plays in American theater. It was a sensation when it opened off-Broadway. And now it is being produced all across the country. And this co-production is the very first production in the state of Oklahoma.
1: Oh, that is so cool. So how has that process been so far, working with OCU to bring that to light?
2: Well, it's a very interesting and challenging process. Uh, creatively speaking, the play has a great deal of latitude, it has a lot of space. I mean, it's a play that challenges your imagination, it's a play of great, big ideas, and it's a play that, in a way, revolves around The Simpsons. It's a play that talks about the apocalypse, what happens when civilization is destroyed, what endures when mankind must rebuild, and it. It's got Barton Homer. So, you know, it's got a little bit of everything in it. It has musical numbers. it It travels through time in its three acts so that the first act is in the near present. The second act is almost a decade later. And the third act is almost 80 years beyond that. So it's creatively a very challenging play to accommodate, to meet. And then on top of it, there are the nuts and bolts challenges of collaboration, the, the differences in the creative cultures of a professional theater and of a college institution. You know, the, 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 even something as small as OCU likes to have a production meeting on a Friday afternoon at 3. We always have a production meeting on a Saturday afternoon at 1. So. You know, having to change the habits, having to find a time that would work for everybody. Oh, well, we can't be there on Saturday at this time. Or we can't be there on Friday at this time. Or we can't. So there there are a great many logistical uh, things that have to be worked out. And and those are the regular production problems that you always face with any show. There they just is an extra layer of them when you're always trying to incorporate two cultures together. Fortunately, there's a really terrific technical staff here at OCU. Uh, there, there are just several excellent professionals here, Lance Marsh and uh, Jeff Cochran and, and several of the designers, Jason Foreman and Aaron Mooney and Nathan Schills. They're all terrific, and they all have extensive professional experience. So they, they speak both languages well, academic yeah. and theater. And that's really good, because that way we can find middle ground pretty well.
1: Okay, that's Great. So I know that traditionally the co-productions are done here. How has it been with us moving into the city rep space, to the Civic
2: Center? Well, that's actually a return to the way that we did them in the first several years. We only moved out here a few years ago. That actually was one of the things we did that, that... it was a little harder on us to get our audience to move from the Civic Center. That's where audiences in Oklahoma City are really trained to go for professional theater. The Broadway tours are there, Lyric is there, and we're there, so people know that. But we moved out to school a few years ago to, to help with the technical process here because the tech shops are here and that kind of thing, and those were the elements that it was most feasible for OCU to help contribute to the production. They didn't they didn't really have the budget to hire Equity actors and spend forty or fifty thousand dollars on that or that kind of thing, but what they did have were these tremendously talented technical uh, teachers and students, and so those things worked. This year, we actually had to move it back because the the shop is so busy and their production schedule is so complicated. They came to us and asked if we could move it back to the Civic Center because it just was the only way to make it possible. and And we actually took over some of the technical duties that generally are part of OCU's Part of the co-production, we're we're doing the costumes as well for this because oh. they're doing such a big project at the end of this year. At, at the school theater is doing the House of Atreus. Oh yes, and, and uh, that's really you know about forty-seven plays put into one. That thing is only slightly larger than the state of Montana. So <laughs> it really helped that we could move back to the civic center and that we could take a little more of the load than we traditionally do. So yeah. that's just us trying to be good neighbors. Well,
1: that's really nice.
2: So, well, you, it takes that give and take back and forth all the time to try and make the co-productions work. It's yeah. a challenging time. It's a challenging time economically in Oklahoma. You know, we have to fundraise. The university has to fundraise. So we all have to work on those things together. That that influences all of our decisions. When we talk about what shows we might want to do, this would be an interesting play. This play would have great roles for students. This play might offer an interesting thing for our patrons in Oklahoma. They haven't had a chance to see it. This one may have great history historical value like Grapes of Wrath, something like that. So there are lots of different reasons and and ideas that go into picking the collaborations as we go forward.
1: Yeah, as you said, we've been doing co-pros for a while. Um, Would you say that there are any um, specific benefits to doing a co-pro? Like, Do you think the audience will gain more from that? Is there anything?
2: Yes. Uh, On a very personal note, uh, I got to work at my first regional theater. Uh, Instead of going to high school my senior year, I worked at the Alliance Theater in Atlanta. They took six kids out of 3,000 or something that auditioned, and I worked there for the whole year and got trained and mentored by professionals. And then many years later, when I earned my MFA, it was at a great regional theater, the Dallas Theater Center, and it was the same thing. You you took classes in the morning, then you worked alongside professionals, and you learn theater by doing theater. You learn professional theater by doing professional theater. So when you stand on stage next to a guy who's been doing it 30 years and you watch how he handles this, it's a great learning experience for a young actor. You also learn the nomenclature, the language of the business. This is the equity rule book. This is why we take a break now. This is what we do. And finally, there's excellent mentoring that goes on. In the current production of Mr. Burns is an old friend of mine. Uh, We've known each other for almost... 30 years, since we were three years old, working at Music Theater of Wichita. His name is Paul T. Taylor, and he is having an excellent film career. He's the new pinhead in the Hellraiser horror movies. He's been a horror movie fan all his life, and then he got that leading role in an iconic horror series. And he's, he's as happy as a kid in a candy shop, you know? And there's Bob Hess, another friend of mine for many decades, who's one of this region's leading regional actors. So young actors begin to build their network. It's not just even what happens in the rehearsal studio, but what happens when they're talking at lunch? What happens when you strike up a friendship and and somebody says, well, you know, if you come to Dallas, I know this theater and they're doing this show, or I know that director. And we often bring in, uh, Uh, outstanding directors as well. And then you're really starting to build your professional network. Because one thing that's very true of the American theater is that there are about 40 people in it. We all know each other. And after you've been in it a while, really, when you walk into an audition and you have the names of some of these people on you, even if they don't know you, they will know to ask about you. Yeah. That's the way it works.
1: I love that. All right, so I have a question for you, and you're going to have to answer this in six words. It doesn't have to be a full sentence or anything, but in six words, can you tell me what is the key to creating a great co-production?
2: Perseverance, cooperation, teamwork, hard work, focus on the sense of service, focus, and perseverance. Perseverance. If I didn't say perseverance enough, let me say for my seventh word, perseverance.
1: (laughs) So, again, the answer to that question what is the key to creating a great co production? um, John Jordan has said perseverance, hard work, focus, perseverance, teamwork, and more perseverance. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. Um, Broadcasting from the WOCU studio in the basement of Oklahoma City University's Gold Star Building, the conversation will continue after this.
3: if I pass before you, I pray
0: you won't cry,
3: but rather carry my memories
0: by your side. This is Thank You 10, Episode 3, Burns, Baby Burns. We are live broadcasting from the WOCE studio in the basement of Oklahoma City University's Gold Star Building. I am your host, Tyra Bullock, here with actor, singer, and cast member of Mr. Burns, Jordan Jacobs. How are you doing, Jordan? I'm great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for being with us today. Yeah, of course. So your experience with Mr. Burns is a little different than the other cast members, and how you've actually done five previous productions with City Rap. Yes. That is amazing. And yeah. is this your your first co-production or second?
3: This is my third. I was this in. This is your third. Yeah, South Pacific, Peter and the Starcatcher, and now this.
0: So what is it like working with them again?
3: It's great. I mean, I think it's a great opportunity for students. Um, I'm, after this next show I'll do, I'll have 53 EMC points, and mm-hmm. so many of those have come from City Rep. So it's a, I mean, it's been great for me. And I've, I got to do Peter and the Starcatcher, which was like a dream. So yeah. I'm really thankful for City Rep for that. You were Peter and <laughs> Peter yeah. and
0: the Starcatcher. That was a great show, by the way. Yeah, it was really fun. So, what is it like working with Brian Parsons? Um, he's also the associate dean, direct uh, associate dean in the School of Theater at OCU.
3: Yeah, um, I, this is my second show with him. Um, we did Judas Iscariot last year, um, so I think I came into this knowing how his brain functions a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is very, very, very focused on. As everyone is, but his driving force behind all of his direction is the, like, livable human circumstances, mm-hmm. which with Mr. Burns are so severe um, and scary and dark uh, because of the world that they're living in. That it's mm-hmm. it's been really interesting talking about what life in this unidentified post-apocalyptic nuclear meltdown world is with him, Um Because he's said multiple times that to him, this is a story of survival.
0: Yes. Okay. So what has that process been like?
3: Yeah, well, we started... um, My process has been a lot different than... uh, A lot of the other actors because I'm, since I'm understudying, I'm also in the ensemble Mm -hmm. and we've been working with Daniel Lehman Smith, who is an OCU grad. Um, and now he's a teacher in Oklahoma city. Um, but we've been building a lot of constructing a lot of our ensemble performance through Suzuki method and a lot of movement that he did in New York. That is really, really physically taxing my, I've never done a play where my my body is so aching. tired. Yeah, aching. And, like, my, my knees are tired. And it's all been worth it because what we've created is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch it, you'll notice there are a lot of... There's a lot of stillness in it mm-hmm. um, and a lot of, of graceful movement and... A lot of the same things you see in, like, uh, the movement in, like, Kabuki theater or mm-hmm. that, that those gliding still um, firm movements that are strong and, and precise. Dean Parsons said time and time again he wanted this third act, this operetta, to look like something we've been doing every day or three times a day for seven years. And the Suzuki is so rigid and so technical that building our operetta with those movements in mind, I think helped that a lot because it's so structured.
0: Would you say that's like the most challenging component of this process?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, like I said, I didn't know anything about Suzuki and Daniel really wanted this, I think to be a learning experience. Obviously this is an educational show as well, but like Mm -hmm. he wanted this to be a learning experience for us also. So we had to learn the Suzuki before we could do the Suzuki and we had to do the Suzuki before we could put it into the show and yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long process, but I've learned a lot. I would imagine so.
0: Yeah. And then you also come from um, an actors and musical theater background and then there are others that emphasize more so in, um, other departments, mm-hmm. and then you have people that are actually members of Actors Equity Association. So how is it working with all those different personalities? How does that compare to just working in an educational environment?
3: Yeah. It's really cool because, I mean, we're getting to work with Tim, who is... Um, I believe he's he's joining Equity through this this show is his first full Equity production. Really? Um, yeah. So I think he's actually even the Equity deputy on the production. So it's cool to work with not only a faculty member but someone who is an actors equity member mm-hmm. and Don Jordan is so passionate about actors <laughs> equity and it's he's he is just so passionate about it so i've learned a lot especially through my last 4 years working with him alone about mm-hmm. you know how the union functions and the rules and i think it's it's been cool and inspiring to work with someone who is such a proponent of the union because I, you know, not everyone is. Yeah. Um, so that's inspiring. Uh, in terms of working with, like, Liza, Sarah, and Ashley are all music theater majors, and Kevin. Um, Taylor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's what's cool about this show is, although the third act is really more or less an operetta, it's definitely not about the singing. And it, it really is it's not about the vocals it's the text is so so important mm-hmm. um and and the movement and the the physical storytelling um so it's, it's really not about the music but the music is one is such an important part and we work so hard on that mm-hmm. because a lot so much of it's acapella or actor-driven there's there's a piano And that is it. And we can't even see Eric. So he's not conducting. That's the
0: only instrumental component you have.
3: And Tim plays a guitar at one point. But other than that, it's we are breathing together as a group to get these cues and we are physically cueing each other. It's it is really the most intense ensemble show that I've ever done. Yeah, we have to work together or it will just fall apart.
0: Yeah, that that sounds like so much work, though. So where did you guys begin? Did you begin with table work or?
3: While the principal cast was doing table work, we were away doing Suzuki. Um, So we were really, really in our bodies for those first two or three weeks of rehearsal, putting together act three while they were sort of constructing act one and act two. And we spent a lot of time on act three, um, especially because act one, is just a group of people sitting around a campfire talking. It's not... Mm-hmm. It, there are a lot of layers to it, but in terms of it being on its feet, it's not complex. Whereas Act 3 is so complex.
0: And there's more spectacle.
3: Absolutely. The spectacle of Act 3 is is so much of what Act 3 is. The, the principal characters, the Simpsons, are masked. Um, it, it combines a lot of different elements of different styles of theater, which is really cool.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. We're going to finish off with a question and I want you to answer it in six words. So what do you feel is the most valuable thing that you have learned from this process?
3: Okay, six words. hmm I would say <laughs> since this show... I'm going to make it a sentence. My uh, six words are working together is very, very important.
0: (laughs) Working together is very, very important. Yes. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Uh, We have Jordan Jacobs playing.
3: Uh, I'm in the ensemble and I'm understudying Gibson.
0: And the upcoming production of Mr. Burns. Well, thank you for being with us today, Jordan. Yeah.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: I am Tyra Bullock. This is episode three of season three, Burns Baby Burns, and the conversation continues after this.
4: This is Thank You 10, Episode 3 of Season 3, Burns, Baby, Burns. We are broadcasting from the WOCU studio in the basement of Oklahoma City University's Gold Star Building. This I am Madeline Wink, and I'm sitting here with Tim Fall, who is our visiting assistant professor of on-camera acting, and also a cast member of City Rep and Oklahoma City University's production of Mr. Burns, A Post-Electric Play. How are you today, Tim?
5: I'm well. Thank you, Madeline.
4: Good. Thank you so much for joining us here today. It's a pleasure. So, Tim, what I am really interested in your experience with Mr. Burns, having had a lot of experience on with on-camera acting and working on multiple uh, shows with CBS. I really want to hear how the collaborative experience has been for you, working on camera versus working on the stage with Mr. Burns. So, can you give me some insight on that?
5: Uh, yeah, sure. Um, first of all, I should say that, like when I was your age, when I was younger, I, I, I did lots of theater and musicals and plays and all that stuff all through um, high school and college. And I, I think you know any actor who has the opportunity opportunity to do that, um, it's always the best. It's always the best preparation, the best training for for whatever you'll do beyond that. You know, if, if you end up wanting to work in a film and TV, it's, it's always the best preparation to have, to have worked on stage a lot. So luckily, I kind of that's sort of like in my. In my sort of bone memory, my muscle memory, and it's um, it's better to flex it more often than I have in the in the past few years those particular muscles, uh, because I miss it when I haven't done anything on stage for a while. But um, I have I have been able to do some things lately, uh, recently through OCU, and so it's it's always so it's a great experience. Uh, the, the the biggest contrast, obviously, is just the way that plays are made versus the way movies are made and uh, when you get a part in a TV show or a movie you show up and you uh, just do it having prepared it on your own and, th- and you're, you're done sooner than you think you'll be done and someone says okay sign this clipboard and go home and you're like that's it that's where where's, I thought I was going to get to do more and of course the, the rehearsal process for a play especially a play like Mr. Burns has been uh, lengthy um has been really involved and has been uh, detailed and so uh, to work in that kind of uh, to get back into that kind of rehearsal process and that, and then now the, and now the uh, performance uh, process is uh, it's it's very different but it's both are gratifying in their own way, right? They're just, like, having an audience uh, in, a, in a theater every night is its own sort of, like, uh, gratification. And, uh, you know, uh, to, to honestly, like, seeing your face on a movie screen or seeing your face on a TV screen is also gratifying and, and doing that kind of work in its own way, too. So, um yeah, lots of lots of lots of similarities, lots of lots of differences. It's been. It's. it's I'm glad I get to do both.
4: So, uh, working on set, you do. You said as an actor, you do a lot of the work by yourself. How is it working on the production side of things?
5: Uh, working in stage production. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oh, it's been great. Uh, we're uh, this particular show. We've we've brought up a couple of actors uh, from the Dallas area who the uh, the artistic director at City Rep. Don uh, Jordan was familiar with with these guys and made them part of the cast so I've been able I've been working with other uh, you know quote-unquote grown-ups mm-hmm. who are um, from the from the region and and these guys work exclusively on stage in the Dallas area on equity contracts for most of the year and they they it's interesting they, that's this is how they make their living fortunately there's enough of a market in Dallas that that's uh, been available to them and then I'm, I also get to work with uh, uh, s- another actor at least one actress from the community from the community chris shinsky um uh, you know she's i'm saying she's not a student um she's a you know an actor from the community and then i have several students in the cast as well i work with so that uh that blend of people has been really cool to work with. Uh, Brian Parsons, our our associate dean for the School of Theater, it's also obviously has a, a resume as a director, which he uh, has. Uh, so he likes to exercise that um, whenever he gets a shot. And so this year, this this shot came up for him to do this play, which was so compelling, and um, to bring. Us together, this particular group of people, uh, with this particular director, and then the the uh, we have all these OCU, this incredible design team uh, from OCU, which has kind of brought this f- fascinating world to life. And yeah, to so to to wade through this, to wade into this slowly, as opposed to. Plopping onto a film set where, in where, like you say, you show up for half an hour and you're done. Um, it has been it's been cool to watch this sort of grow and come together, especially now that we're into uh, the the final dress rehearsals and we're really seeing the, all the production elements in mm-hmm. as well as our, uh, our our acting elements. So it's it's been cool to watch it come together.
4: That is really interesting. How is it working with you know? Your, you said some of your students are in the show as well. How is that dynamic? Having them in class during the day and then working with them at night. Yeah.
5: No, it's just great. It's it's really delightful and uh, the, the students uh, you know that they they say oh you know we're they say now and they'll say something like oh, we're learning a whole lot by being here but but you know we i, I feel like me I could probably speak for the other um "Quote unquote," professional actors who are in this thing too. We feel like we we get just as much energy exchange and learning exchange from the students' fresh perspective on how they're approaching this or that thing. Um, well, we get Sarah Feist and Ashley Arnold, our our two students who have done just such a great job, and it's been just a thrill, you know, to go in and and, and work with them and and uh, get to uh, get to experience their their particular perspective on coming into a production that. I don't think they necessarily feel like intimidated by it, but it is a like a professional production, and they're students, and they have a, a. But they still bring this great energy and this great freshness, and um, it's really fun to be in it with them. I have several of my other students who work in the chorus and are, are playing like really interesting sort of featured roles in the in the play, and. It's I think it's it's given us it's given us the chance to spend some out of classroom time together. And Mm -hmm. it helps. It's given it's been a nice opportunity to kind of get to know these people as actors on a different level, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. all about to graduate and go out into the world anyway. And I always hope that that relationship I have with students evolves into, hey, you know, we're we're um, we're. Professionals who all know each other were colleagues, you know. I, I always like for the relationship to evolve like that. So, this has been a nice jump start on that.
4: That's incredible. Yeah. I'm so excited to see this production. Well, it is time for you to answer a question with six words. So, <laughs> a special challenge. Um, so, Tim, my question for you is going to be What is the special ingredient to Burns that? Makes it such a unique production.
5: Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. And you're giving me six words on this.
0: Mm hmm. Six words. I'm
5: going to start naming words and you tell me when I get to six. Okay. Remembering, imagining, rebuilding. Surviving. <laughs> That's three syllables, does that count as three words?
4: <laughs> Two more words. Yeah.
5: Creating. Ah. Good one. What's another great word for this play? Uh, the word that keeps coming in my head that I keep I keep thinking there's something better, but it keeps popping into my head so it must it must need to be here is family.
4: Family. That's great. So, when asked what the special ingredient to Burns, to Mr. Burns, is, uh, Tim answered remembering, imagining, rebuilding, surviving, creating, and family. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Tim. Oh,
5: This has been fun. Thank you very much. Yes, this has
4: been very fun. Uh, Again, uh, we have been speaking with Tim Fall, who is the visiting assistant professor for on-camera acting at Oklahoma City University, as well as a cast member for Mr. Burns, a post-electric play. Uh, This is Thank You, 10, episode three, season three of Burns, Baby Burns, broadcasting from the WOC studio in the basement of Oklahoma City University's Gold Star Building. And the conversation continues after
5: this. Now get to class, Madeline.
4: (laughs) We would again like to thank our guests for coming out and discussing not only theatrical collaboration, but also the exciting upcoming production of Mr. Burns, a post-electric play by Ann Washburn, a co-production by City Rep and Oklahoma City University, directed by Brian D. Parsons. The performance dates for this show are February 24th and 25th at 7.30, with matinees on the 25th and 26th at 1.30. And again, March 2nd through 4th at 7.30, with matinees on the 4th and 5th at 1.30. Tickets for Mr. Burns can be found by visiting www.cityrep.com or by calling 405-848-3761. Before we sign off today, I want to leave you with a few generous words given by our guests. When asked about collaboration, Donald Jordan said, perseverance, hard work, focus, perseverance, teamwork, and perseverance. When asked about what he learned from Mr. Burns, Jordan Jacobs quipped, working together is very, very important. When asked about what he thought the special ingredient for Mr. Burns is, Tim Fall shared, remembering? imagining, rebuilding, surviving, creating, and family. Thank you for listening to Thank You, Ten. Be sure to be on the lookout for more episodes where the conversation will continue online at wocu.online.
6: Thank you, Tim is a student series on WOCU, the official podcast channel of Oklahoma City University's BA, Theater, and Performance Program. Executive producers of Thank You, 10 OCU are Mark Parker, Brian D. Parsons, and Gregory DeCandia. Thank You, 10 Season 3, Episode 3 was written, recorded, and hosted by Tyra Bullock, Hannah Descarton, and Madeline Wink. Thank You, 10's theme was composed by Joseph Horak, Additional music for Episode 3 provided by Jonathan May and Eric John Tasker. Thank You 10 was created by Gregory DeCandia and originated at University of North Carolina Chapel Hill Center for Dramatic Art. From UNC to OCU, all three seasons of Thank You 10 are on wocu.online and available via your favorite podcast streaming service. Thank you, Tin encourages you to continue the conversation on our Facebook page or wocu.online.